Hey guys, I'm gonna start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm gonna give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Claire. So talk to us about paid social media. Tell me one or a couple tactics or strategies that will help bring in new patients or help us better utilize that platform. Yeah, of course. So when we refer to paid social media, there are really two avenues that you can go down. If you've ever used Instagram, you'll notice the little blue button that says boost post. So that is one form of paid social media. Another form would be to take out ads on Instagram or Facebook. So I believe that boosting your post is not the most effective strategy. That's not the same as taking out really strategic ads where you really have to know your audience very well, segment your audience really well, and get in front of the right eyes. Whereas boosting basically just signals to the algorithm that like, hey, I'm dropping some money, I'm paying to play. And so show my post to the people who should be seeing my post already. So when it comes to paid traffic on social media, my biggest advice is this. Focus on organic first. What can you do on your Instagram page or your Facebook page without dropping a dime? Could it be posting content consistently? Could it be utilizing reels? Could it be posting more stories? Figure all of that out first because that will let you know what your audience, what your organic audience will respond well to. Then I would say skip the boost entirely. And once you have that information from organic posting, take that and translate that into ad spend. So Instagram ads or Facebook ads. So ad spend is going to be way more targeted than boosting. Boosting is just going to show your post to the number of audience you already have. Because I don't know if you noticed, but Instagram doesn't do that. You might have 2000 followers. Instagram isn't going to show your posts to all 2000 of them. It's going to show it to the handful that interacts with your posts on a daily basis. And if you aren't posting consistently on Instagram, Instagram doesn't know who's interested in your posts naturally. So that's why I always say, go organic, go unpaid, figure all of that out, stay consistent with that before you spend on anything regarding ads or um, paid advertising. How can we figure that out in like the fastest way possible? So... It's ever-changing. This is one of the things that is really, really, really irritating with Instagram because it is so fast-paced. But we, I like to think that we have the advantage right now because what Instagram is trying to do is beat TikTok. So Instagram is pushing Reels really, really hard because it wants to be the go-to platform for short-form video. So if we can always tap into whatever it is that is new on Instagram, that will signal to Instagram's algorithm that, hey, we are playing your game. We are using the features that you are just dropping. So you don't want to be like two months late to the party. If they drop a new feature, use it. So that is always the best way to get your name out there. 
Because think about it. If you're on Instagram and everyone's already posting reels and you decide three months later to like post reels, you're going to be a little bit behind the queue. Mm-hmm. But if Instagram dropped reels yesterday and you're like, I'm going for it today, you're going to be towards the top. And of course, stay consistent with it. So don't just post and ghost. Don't post once and leave. Post multiple times so that Instagram knows that, hey, this user is actually very engaged with all our new features. And we're going to push them down the virality route. Gotcha. Okay, so if you can break it down to us, let's just say I'm a practice that just opened. I do a lot of posting and ghosting, right? And then I'm like, okay, maybe I should take this seriously. What would be the first, if you could be specific as possible, be like, remember a dental practice, like what would be the first things we should start posting about? How consistent realistically? I mean, like, I would like to be like, going home and be like, I'm going to do it every day. But then after that, you're like, like I got busy. I forgot yeah. Tuesday. I forgot when, you know, what day is it, right? Right. What, what, what should it be about? Should it just be videos, reels? What do you think? So right now I would say, take your time to focus on reels. The second thing would be stories. So stories is very, very easy, but I think a lot of people overcomplicate it because we feel the need to be more curated, to create like really aesthetically uh, pleasing content or something that's buttoned up and professional, but that's not the point of stories. Stories is to take someone behind the scenes to show them the raw, you might not see this elsewhere type of content. So if you've already posted and ghosted and it's been a while, I would say the first thing you want to do is create a backlog of content. So ghost a little longer. Ghost your audience for another week or two weeks, especially if you've ghosted them for, you know, a month already. That extra week or two weeks is not going to matter. It's not going to add anything else. You've already ghosted them. Mm-hmm. Um, so take that extra time to create content and don't post it quite yet. Post it only when you have about like a one to two week runway of content so that you're already ahead. So if you've batched, like, let's say your posting schedule is going to be three reels per week and you've batched six reels. Once you have that, you are now ahead of schedule. So as your six reels are going up in the course of two weeks, you can start filming reels for the following two weeks. So you're always slightly ahead. And that's my number one tip for everyone, because that's going to set you up for success when in terms of staying consistent, as opposed to feeling like you have to fly by the seat of your pants and think, what do I have to post today? And then create something that you don't really feel good about. You end up deleting it later. And that's just the best. (laughs) Gotcha. And so that stuff, we shouldn't just boost. Once we start like, okay, batch recording it, let's just say we have six, we do once a week or whatever, right? To not go, mm-hmm. so people can get consistent. Mm-hmm. We don't boost that at all. Mm-mm. So I think there's a lot of discrepancy between, or misunderstanding, I should say, between boosting a post and paid advertising. So if you've ever been on the back end of Facebook ads or Instagram ads, you know that it is highly targeted and you can like segment audiences, you can get in front of like, a very, very specific group of people. Whereas when you put money into boosting posts, none of that exists. You literally just click boost posts, you put in that money, and then your post is boosted. Mm-hmm. And when you boost a post and it's not going in the right direction, it doesn't matter, right? If it's not getting in front of the right eyes, your conversions aren't going to really come through because you don't know if that audience is even your target audience. So. Boosting a post isn't the same as Instagram or Facebook ads. 
So I think that's a big misconception that's out there. And really boosting a post is just the sheer idea of paying to play. It just shows your content to more of your followers that you already have. But everyone has a like a hundred followers at least of people who like have nothing to do with your niche. You don't know how they got there. Yeah. You don't know what they're about. And if they see your post, it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels good because you're boosting it and you're like, right. hey, I trust Instagram. Right. But I guess it's like, should you trust it that much where you're like, you don't know what, you don't know what they're doing kind of thing. So then how would we, if we're like, okay, no, I, I have a specific budget for this. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to go about with paid advertising on Instagram? Yeah. So I always believe in putting money behind something that works organically. So that's why I'm saying post on Instagram organically, stay consistent with it for at least, at the very least, a month. Three months would be great to get like a good sample size and to see how that's performing. Because once you have that data, you know exactly, you know a lot more about your audience in that way too. Once you have that, then it's time to take out Facebook and Instagram ads. And something that you can do is actually check the Facebook ads library. So I don't know if you know this, but Facebook has all of their paid advertising, anyone who has ever taken out paid advertising in a library. So you could search someone who is in your niche or in your industry and see the types of ads that they run, the copy that they've used. Do that research. See what performs well. See what other people are putting out there. And do that before you actually take out money for that ad spend. Because the thing about taking out paid advertising too is taking it out for a month you're probably not going to see that much of a return. The more money you feed into it, the smarter that algorithm gets and the more it's trained to get the right people into your pool. So only think about taking ads when you know you have the budget for longevity and when you know that the more you put into it, the more time especially that you put into it, the more return you'll see at the end. Gotcha, okay. So do the research first, right? Mm Okay. In order to do the research first, we got to start posting more consistently and organically and things like that. Where can we find that data, by the way? So it's actually on the Facebook page. So I can send that link over to you so that you can drop into the show notes. It'll be easier for everyone. But it's very cool, especially as like a copywriter. It's a very great, it's a great place to source ideas and to see what's working and what's not. You can definitely fall down the rabbit hole there. That's good. I, d- I didn't even know that that we can do that. Like look at other everybody's, you know what I mean? And then yeah. industries or in yeah. our niches, uh, ads or anything like that. But awesome, Claire, I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, you can definitely find her in the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly? You can reach me at the story social on Instagram. So it's just no underscores, no nothing, just at the story social. Awesome. So guys, that's all going to be in the show notes below. And Claire, thank you for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. Of course. Thanks for having me. 